Welcome to the Self-Esteem and Confidence Mindset with me, Johnny Pardo. Are you wanting to build more confidence in your relationships for 2024? Well, today I'm going to share five tips that have really helped me and made me reflect even more for my relationships with people in 2024. And if you stay until the end, I've got an extra special point for you then. So you don't want to miss that one. So, yes, first of all, I should say happy Christmas. So obviously you're listening to this either on Christmas Day or after Christmas Day. So, yes, I am making a podcast episode still on Monday, the 25th of December. Now, I wanted to talk about this because I know people have a lot of challenges with their confidence in relationships. And we're not just talking about intimate relationships today, even though those typically bring up the most amount of fears and insecurities. I've definitely been there. We're talking about all kinds of relationships in your life, like your family, your friends, your co-workers, your boss, everyone, right? People you meet in your network. Now, <clears throat> I admittedly have had a hard couple of years um, myself uh, with a, a couple of relationships, not all in my life, uh, you know, falling out with now and then friends or family members and in the in the sort of romantic relationship area had a, had a you know huge challenge in particular one one situation there as well and I've learned a lot of lessons as a result we're always growing we're always moving forward and now I look back I'm like oh, do I regret what I did this this and you know I I did what I in all those situations you know I was being me and to be honest, like, no, I was just doing the best of what I could at the time. You know, I wasn't malicious. I wasn't nasty or anyone. Uh, now and then, you know, I might have said the wrong thing. Yeah, we're all human beings. You know, I wouldn't go out and hurt anyone. But I think we've all got times when we thought, oh, maybe I could change that or that. But for me, it's always a, a learning curve as we go forward. And... Yeah, it got me thinking about relationships in all sense of places. And I made an episode last week about being authentic in who you are. And I believe I've been fortunate enough to attract a good bunch of friends into my life. And um, I'm very blessed with the family I've got. I know not everyone is. But with the friendship group I've made, I I realised that when I've been authentic, when I've been me, that's what's drawn the right people in. And it, it can be quite hard. And if you haven't listened to it, there's actually an episode I made believe it was last Thursday, so uh, Thursday the 21st of December. Uh, there's an episode on confidence and authenticity if you want to listen to more on authenticity and being yourself and some tips on that. So it's got me thinking, um, and then I stumbled across uh, a great book this year as well, which I've, I've applied as well, and it's really made a difference. And the book is called From the Core by John Wineland, and... I realized I've applied some of this before I even came across the book as well. And I thought some of the key takeaways I took from the book and how it's helped me with all kinds of relationships. I wanted to share because when you can build more confidence in yourself and belief in yourself, you can build better relationships as well. And then it's kind of a, it's a circle effect and it keeps coming back as well, because when you've got those good loving relationships around you, you're going to have more belief inside yourself. If you don't feel good about yourself, then you're more likely to let people walk all over you. Not always, but quite a lot of time, you know, draw negative people in and then therefore attract more of that negativity. And then it comes back, believe, not believing good things about yourself, right? 
So there now there's a great, like I said, there's this great book. And what it really does is allows you to take responsibility for your relationships. Now, not everyone likes to hear what some of the messages are like in personal growth, because sometimes we want to blame it all on another person. Now, for me, and this is just where I'm at right now, the sit even though I find it hard to believe at times, the situations and the people I draw into my life, I take full responsibility for. Right? You might say, Oh, well, so and so did this. Well, what I see it as now, and this is it takes quite a while to get to this. We've all got different situations, never compared to what you're going through with someone else. And yes, people do some terrible things, right? But I believe that if I'm not feeling good about myself, I'm not going to have those high quality conversations with people. I'm not going to have as good friends in my life as I would like. And rather than blaming it on things I can't control, which is other people, I like to take it back to myself and say, okay, right, I'm learning some lessons here. I'm doing this great. What more work could I do on myself? And there's always more work to do on ourselves, right? And praise yourself for the work you're doing. Now, ask yourself, how is it helping you by saying, well, this relationship ended badly, whether it's a romantic relationship or not, or this one didn't work out, or this person was lasting me and you're blaming it and all these other things are oh, my life so hard on me, all these people, right? Now, if we're talking about, you know, serious, you know, like childhood wounds and all those kind of things, that's a little bit different, right? And, you know, some people need that high level of professional help. And I definitely guarantee would support the idea of getting any kind of professional help, uh, like whether it's a coach or a counsellor, whatever, wherever you're at, because... I believe talking to someone and working through your challenges personally is always useful. What I'm talking about, though, is if you're just seeing a series of negative relationships in your life and it's not working out for you, rather than blaming other people, may, and it's hard to hear this, maybe it's better to take a look inside and take responsibility, even though it can be a lot of work, because I know I, I've had to do a lot of that. Right. I, I used to not have many friends. Right. And I'd be like, oh, well, all the kids at school are stupid and uh, like idiots and actually i started enjoying myself and being me i started to attract more friends in and uh yeah the same same with dating i used to be like oh girls are like idiots that's how i used to think right <laughs> but actually i wasn't like i had my head down i was just shy i wasn't doing any work on myself and then i became more appealing when i started working on myself right so that's one thing i just want to express for me personally that i believe is true in that if you're constantly getting negative relationships in your life, you need to take responsibility for it, right? You can't control what someone else does, but you can control you and the work you do on yourself. So here are the five things I learned from this book. The first thing that I thought was really good and that I've really, really, this is something I'm really, really prioritizing right now is 30 minutes a day connect to the source of love. Right, that sounds cheesy, and it's something like two years ago, I'd be like, what are you all about, Johnny? Right? What it means is that we get so caught up in our mind. There's so many agendas, so much information coming to us, like bad experiences, knockbacks, all these things, right? And then we can get caught in the mind like we should do this, 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 and this, and it can get really, really confusing and not good, right? So what I found is when you get 30 minutes, if you can find 30 minutes a day of practice to just connect to your heart, it's really, really powerful. I went on a retreat this year as well, and I went even deeper into this kind of stuff as well. But with 30 minutes connecting to love, what, what that entails, some of the things I do, and 
yeah, feel free to kind of do your own research on this. But what I like to do is do some a mixture of breath work and then sending loving thoughts to people. I use and then if I'm really stuck in the mind, I've got these frustrations or stresses for the day, which sometimes happens, right? I'm a human being. Just writing them down on paper, getting them out of my head onto paper. So then I'm a bit more freed up to connect to the heart. So the three things I usually do in it, no particular order. I only do, I usually do the journal first, just so I can get the mind out of the way. Um, is I'll do like the journal, I'll do some breath work, and then I'll send some loving thoughts and I'll really, really feel it. I'll, I'll usually listen to some very gentle YouTube binaural beats as well, which really helps. So the 30 minutes connected to love is a really powerful one. Second thing, be clear on your boundaries. What is a boundary for you? What is it when someone crosses your boundary? You've got to be clear on that. Write them down, be clear, right? Because when we don't write it down, we're not clear. Like, And then someone does something that's upset us. We might not even consciously know that that's upset us. So be clear on what are your boundaries. For me, I know it's really important that, like, I if someone ignores me and I'm not that, like, close to them, like, people got their own agendas, they're busy and things like that, right? I, I totally accept that, right? If I, I work in sales, like, someone's ignoring me, I don't get offended, right? They've got a busy, busy, busy life. Now, it's up to me to kind of help them identify where they are and what they're looking for, not trying to give them something that's not right for them. So that kind of situation, I won't get offended. If I'm sort of friends with someone, don't know them that much. Like again, if they're nor they're normally to some extent, like you know, I like message them and don't get back to me for a bit. Like, that's usually okay. Where I get really upset with being ignored is if perhaps I was dating someone and like she wouldn't be like she like you know read a message and then consistently not reply for like two to three days. And I used to like you know and sort of play games like that and i like there were days when i would just let that go past me now i wouldn't i'll speak up and say something and kind of challenge it not in a way like i'm expecting a message every single minute of every day but it's like look if i've communicated feelings to you and i'd like to communicate with you why are you not coming back you know why is it taking you this long or to meet up or whatever so like for me communication is key again it's not every minute of every day but it's like it's nice to see the person. It's nice to speak to the person occasionally, right? And ideally not over text message all the time either. So that's an example of my boundaries. Get clear with your, and it includes friends and family as well. What are your boundaries to them? The third one, the breath is a gateway. We talked about the breath a little bit, but the breath I found is a real good gateway to being present and relaxing. So therefore that allows me to connect with others as well because I can be more present for them. I've got a client call a little bit after this. I'm going to do some breath work before I go into that one so I can be really connected to her and allow her the best strategy session uh, I can give her. The next one is uh, the problem isn't usually the belief, it's the not knowing the belief. And what that means is if, like, if we know there's a belief that we're not good enough and we consciously know that, and that's often the common one for humans, so that's why I'm using it, and therefore that can project onto your relationships. Like, you can do something about it. It's often when we're just like, what's the word I'm looking for? Unaware, well, unaware, basically, of our day-to-day, um, of, of these subconscious beliefs and they're driving our behaviour. But if you take some time out to do the inner work and work on yourself, they'll soon come out a little bit more. And therefore, you can start working on them to change them. Okay, the fifth one, I just want to emphasize it again that I learned from this book. Take responsibility for what you create in your relationships, right? Now, what the other person does is not necessarily, you know, in your control. And 
it's it's not necessarily your responsibility for what they did, obviously. It is your responsibility for how you tolerate that person and how you respond to it. And if you're consistently attracting those things. I had someone, uh, a friend of mine, say, I can never find a good relationship. So I've got like, yet the same person in all love and respect to them. Doesn't say that, doesn't speak about the world in the most positive way. You're wondering why you're attracting a lot of negative relationships. You know, it's, it's just, you know, it's just a question, right? So just before I go on to those are my five tips, but I've got an extra one for you. Just before I go on to that, if you would like a particular topic covered on this podcast, just hit on the Q&A and enter a topic that you'd like me to discuss in relation to self-esteem, self-confidence, self-love, mindset, anything along those lines. Okay, now, the final point I've got for you is own your insecurities and your desires in a group, right? Now, the book, I didn't actually say this, but the book is aimed towards... It talks about the masculine and femininity. Uh, it's probably got more of a stance of being aimed towards men, but I'd encourage it for all genders to read it. It's a great book um, and it helps you understand other genders as well. Now, it talks about like joining a men's group in there. I believe like whatever gender you are, you can join, you know, join that group that's relevant for you as well. Okay. Of people around you or like-minded individuals because who you feel safe to express some of your desires and your insecurities because if you keep it yourself it can be a struggle and then when people share theirs you can feel more connected and build better relationships as well so that's what i've got for you today five tips or takeaways i've got from the book from the core uh, by john wyland on how to build confidence in your relationships so that's what i've got for you today you're improving other people's lives by being the best you. And remember, you're in control of your own self-esteem and confidence.